Summer's almost over, but at Old Navy, the styles are as hot as ever. Get to Old Navy now for 30% off all jeans, 40% off all dresses, and 50% off all tees. That's right, get 30, 40, and 50% off all your favorite styles for the whole family, plus up to 75% off clearance. Hurry in fast. These deals won't last. The sale ends soon at Old Navy and OldNavy.com. Valid in-store 822 to 828 and online 822 to 824. Excludes in-store clearance, bubbles, active, licensed, and men's package tees. Woke up this morning insane, I'll be just fine, be just fine Falling in love is all good, better days coming this way Butterflies all on my face, love is the season, I'm feeling this way Good afternoon and welcome into Sant Live You are watching Speak Up with Sammy Say Always say what you want, whenever you want um, You are watching episode 171 today We got an exciting day, um Monday Night Football was last night. I'm going to be giving my top 10 NFL power rankings to start off the show um, and have a little bit of an overreaction Tuesday. I know most people call it overreaction Monday uh, when people start overreacting a lot about the NFL season, but mine's going to be more of a Tuesday overreaction after being able to watch Monday Night Football as well. So I'm always going to be having my overreaction Tuesdays rather than overreaction Mondays. Um, And then I'm going to be bringing on special guest Jean-Claude, or JC, as many of you know him as, um, to talk a little bit more about the Chargers especially. He's a big Chargers fan. Um, And then we'll get into the whole Monday night games, Chargers talk, some Baker Baker Mayfield with with the flag. I want to take his take on what he thought about Baker Mayfield putting the flag in that Ohio State Buckeyes logo. Um, And then we'll talk about today in sports. We've got a couple Lakers things, a couple baseball topics, uh, a little bit of everything so we'll get into that today here on episode 171 of speak up with sammy georgeur um we have brian mcdaniel commenting and saying i'm still hurting man what are you still hurting about which one what what who are you a fan of and so what's it hurting that's what i'm interested in finding out um i think you might have been the saints fan from yesterday right uh, last night was rough for Saints fans. You didn't really get much out of your new running back, Adrian Peterson. We didn't get to see much out of the Saints in general. Um, and that's where a lot of overreaction. Yep, they say who dadder here. So he was a, he is a Saints fan. I got that correct. Yeah, I mean, you didn't get much to see yesterday from those Saints. Uh, overreaction Tuesday is going to have to do with the Saints. And if, if it's their defense that's that bad or if Sam Bradford is now a good quarterback, so that's gonna be part of our reaction Tuesday, um, but yeah, I, I don't don't forget to tune in every single day, uh, Monday through Friday at noon Pacific time. That's noon Pacific time, three o'clock Eastern is my show for one hour. Sometimes it goes over, sometimes it goes uh, didn't go under. P- Elliot Velez says Peyton didn't use AP. Yeah, I mean he didn't use him at all. I, I was. More shocked than anything. I mean, it's understanding when you look at it and say, okay, we're talking about a 30-something-year-old running back, like a 31-year-old running back. But it's also you'd expect if they're going to bring him in as a free agent that it was going to be something that they were planning on utilizing. Or maybe they saw something in training camp saying this guy is not that good anymore. Um, But I thought at least against – at least, at least against the Vikings, they were going to use AP a little bit more than they did. Um, Brian said, I think it's a bit of both. Uh, when I said, whether is this of Sam Bradford's pretty good and the Vikings are pretty good, or is this how bad New Orleans D is? I also think it's a little bit of both. I think Sam Bradford's been very good 
all along. He's been dealing with injuries throughout his career. We actually, if you look at it, last year I, I, I was talking about his stats to George on our morning show. The man put up, uh, I think it was 30-something, 30 uh, 32 or 3,800, I couldn't remember, 3,800 yards for the season with like 20 touchdowns and five picks. Not a bad year whatsoever. Um, and he's doing that again right now. So we start off right now as a good year is what I'm saying. So obviously, partially, the Vikings are a good football team, but obviously there's a partial part of my goodness. The Saints defense is awful, and it's been awful for many, um, many, many years. Uh, Elliot says you use your horse inside the 10 yard line. You know, I didn't like what they did with AP inside the 10. I remember there was that, that possession where the saints had it at the five yard line. They didn't put him in until that third down. And you're either going to say, okay, he's either going to, they're either going to run it to him or they're doing a play action. They did a play action where he cut out to the right. He's not open. They read it easy. Didn't get an opportunity. I say you get in front of the five yard line on second down, give Adrian Peterson a shot. And if not, if it doesn't work out, then maybe he's not your guy, but I thought they should have at least given him a shot there. Um, and Brian McDaniel says, super accurate and good arm. I agree. I mean, Sam Bradford, Sammy Sleeves, as we like to call him, Sammy Sleeves has continually been a pretty good quarterback. And um, remember, he was a number one pick out of Oklahoma. And it's not like many players have showed up on the Rams since him so and done well. So it could have been more of a... Rams problem, then a Sam Bradford problem in St. Louis and now L.A. Um, but let me get into a little bit about the game yesterday before um, before I, I talk about it with J.C., our special guest. George says great accuracy last year, record accurate. Yeah, 70% completion or 71, we said. We're talking about this morning. So he's obviously a good quarterback. I think obviously it depends on the system for him. He's not a Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers Drew Brees that can work anywhere, but if it's in the right situation, he's a good quarterback. Um, last night, I officially officially did not go 0-5 for the week on my bets. So if you followed my bets this week, you would have found out that I had a tough time. I, I really did. Um, I went off a lot of intuition, a lot of feelings about teams like the like – the, uh, I would have a lot of feelings in general. I went off the Cowboys, feelings off the Cowboys. I didn't think the Cowboys were going to be that good, and I love the Giants, so I went off those feelings. I went off the feelings of, I think, this is all what I, I think the Houston Texans are coming off an emotional game. I didn't look at it the right way. I looked at it emotionally. So last night, I started off 0-4 on Sunday on my bets, and my fifth bet of the week was plus three chargers, and they covered for me. They, well, they didn't cover, actually. They tied. So I ended the week 0-4-1. Better than 0-5. I think I'm going to have a better comeback next week. It's all relative. You know, if I, if I have a good week next week, it all can balance out. Um, if I go 4-1 and one next week, it's going to be the same as if I had two weeks of 2-3 two and, uh, two and three or 3-2 three and two weeks. So, just have, have to have a good week next week. Chargers let me down a little bit at the end of that game, though. I thought the Chargers, I thought they would come back and win that game, but that's something I want to wait and talk about with JC because I have feelings about that. I think that timeout was late by the Broncos. I want to bring that up with him too. So I'm going to start off a little bit as I, before I get into my top 10, I want to talk about, I want to talk about where I was wrong to start this season. And the number one place I was wrong to start this 2017 NFL season was the Dallas Cowboys. And this could be an overreaction Tuesday to start off the year, but this Dallas Cowboys team could be the best team in the entire NFL. 
They have an offensive line. They have position players. They got they got a franchise quarterback now, and they got the running back, and they're clicking on all cylinders on offense. Their defense has been great. It, I mean, it was great last year. For it was great for how bad they were supposed to be. They were top. I think they were 14th defense in points allowed last year, and they're going to be in that same range this year. And if that's what they can keep up throughout the year, they can win that division. I thought it'd be more of a Redskins, Giants, or Eagles division. It's turning out to be, I think, Eagles or Cowboys, and I think the Cowboys are going to be the ones that come out with it. I think my biggest overreaction that was an underreaction was the Dallas Cowboys. I thought they were horrible. I didn't think they were horrible. Sorry. That's an understatement. I thought they were going to have a sophomore slump with Zeke and him being out for a little bit, and Dak was going to struggle from that. Their defense was going to be bad. After one week, it looks like the Dallas Cowboys are actually going to be a legitimate contender for the Super Bowl, and I apologize to any Cowboy fans for saying otherwise. Now, before I get into my top 10 power rankings, let me go through some of these comments. Uh, Elliot said, Bradford, one rough hit from being out weeks again, too fragile. That's my biggest problem with Bradford. We keep seeing this accuracy in that great game. You're like, oh, maybe Sam Bradford is legit. But then at the end of the day, if he has one bad hit, his shoulder is done, and it's finito. Brian McDaniel said, I want Mark Ingram to get more carries. I could care less about AP. Honestly, Ingram can use to get better every year. Check the stats. 1K last year, almost five yards a carry. I agree. I think it was a bad move for the Saints to get Adrian Peterson. He's not a good pass-catching back. And he just doesn't fit this system with a guy, with Ingram, and they they went up in the draft and got a guy in the second or third round. Why would you draft AP? I'm just saying specifically from a guy who says, okay, you're going to come out here and sign AP. Wouldn't you at least give him a couple shots? If not, don't sign him. And uh, Devin said Peyton is looking at trouble with AP, LOL. Yeah, AP was like yelling at him on the sideline. That was, I think, could be overblown or underblown. Who knows? It's hard to understand if those things are accurate or not. Sometimes those are, you don't know what he said to him. I remember AP got interviewed and said, I, I could have been telling him I loved him, so who knows? And that's a great point, I think. But at the end of the day, Adrian Peterson has not been an easy guy, I think, in general. I mean, he's had some drama throughout his career. I don't think it's a good thing to have him at at New Orleans, if you're not going to play him with a guy like Sean Payton and Drew Bees, they should run this team, not at Adrian Peterson. So, and Devin Mark said body language. I agree with that. He went, he went on the sideline, like put his helmet down aggressively a few times. I don't think that's good. Salam to you too, Chlorbeka, number four on Periscope. How you doing? So, my NFL top 10. I'm going to start off with naming some teams that I have outside my top 10 that I think are close. Those are the Atlanta Falcons. I just don't believe in them fully yet, and they had a close game against a bad Chicago Bears team. Um, Detroit, they look good, but but this Cardinals team lost David Johnson halfway through the game, and they didn't look very hot. Tennessee, they lost to a team that I have high up, the Oakland Raiders, so I don't want to fault them yet, but they're close to that top 10. The Baltimore Ravens, I'm not sold yet. Joe Flacco scares me. Um, and are the Bengals bad or is that, was that actually just a solid win? The Denver Broncos, I like them, but I don't like them that much. I think the San Diego chargers exposed them in the second half. That defense was not, that defense is supposed to be a top notch defense and chargers put up 14 points in one minute and 10 seconds. I know there was a fumble, but you stay still let them score after these fumbles. And these fumbles were not on the one yard line. These fumbles were only at midfield and the New York giants. Now the giants could be a good team or they could be really bad, but, it could be that the Dallas Cowboys are actually that good. Um, 
we have Devin Mark saying body language actions speak louder than words that is a fact and a half my friend JC Kabasu says I was also wrong about Dallas my man is in studio he will be on here right after my top 10 and I want to I want him to you know tell me what he feels about my top 10 once he gets on here Elliot says exactly why pay the man if you're not going to use him that's how I feel about AP don't sign the guy Brian said apparently he said we need to run the ball up their donkey uh, up their ass run inside the zone supposedly you can swear on this show it's fine that's why I'm not on TV I like to swear I like to Use whatever language you want. He said, run it up their ass. Feel free to swear, Brian, unless you're against swearing. I don't know. Uh, Devin said, donkey. Oh, I get it now. Ass. Yes, run it up their ass is what he meant. That's what he said, but he could have been saying something else. Um, Elliot said, Bears were one drop pass away from beating the Falcons. Defense is going to be is going to be top 10. Yeah. Um, that's why I don't have the Falcons in my top 10. I know they're... In the Super Bowl last year, I just didn't like them coming into the season. Anyways, the Super Bowl hangover, they won, so I said they're close in my top ten. But you can't almost lose to the Bears and have be in my top ten. You just can't, especially the Bears aren't supposed to be good. Um, and Brian McDaniel said, "Heard, yeah." So if you want to swear, feel free, my dude. And my dude is not my saying; it's my my dude saying back here. Shout out to John Claude coming on soon. All right, John Claude, you ready for my top ten? Yeah. And then you're gonna come on in a in a. Let me know what you think. My number 10 team right now is the Carolina Panthers. I think the Carolina Panthers are going to have a great rebound year. I believe in McCaffrey. I believe in their weapons. I believe in Cam Newton. And I believe in that defense as long as they stay healthy. My number 10 is the Carolina Panthers. They only won by 20 to the to the 49ers, but they didn't let any any touchdowns. And I don't think they were going to try to do too much once they're already up 10, 13. They know that team's not going to come back. I have the Panthers at 10. A big riser in my power rankings. At 9, I have the Minnesota Vikings. i still questionable whether this means the Vikings are very good or the New Orleans Saints defense is awful. But Sam Bradford looked good. Diggs looked good on offense. They got Murray and Cook. Dalvin Cook ran for over 100 yards in his debut. And that defense has been a top five or ten defense year in and year out. If Sam Bradford stays healthy, they will keep climbing up my power rankings. I have them at nine. At eight, I have an 0-1 team, but that is the Seattle Seahawks. I put the Seahawks down to eight. I had them as a top. I think I, think I had them at number two last week, um, but they lost to another top ten team. Seahawks at eight. Their defense is remarkable. Besides a one-yard line fumble, they gave up 10 points. I know it's 17 on the board, but they fumbled on the one there. That I don't count that as much. That game would have been closer if it wasn't for like nine fake calls by the refs. They kicked out Jeremy Lane, our number two receiver, for a punch that never happened. The block in the back on Cliff Averill to Aaron Rodgers is bogus. If you asked Aaron Rodgers, he probably wouldn't even say that was a block in the back. He didn't even stumble. He moved half an inch. The Seahawks were closer than that game looked. Their offensive line is the problem with the Seattle Seahawks. If it wasn't for that offensive line, I'd still have them at number two or three. I just can't have them that high after that offensive line. Look like a team that, that's really going to cause problems for the Seahawks. Next, at seven, the Philadelphia Eagles. I really like this Eagles team. I, uh, my brother had them. George had them for a long time, and I was, I was sleeping on them. I think, JC, you had the Eagles too, didn't you? They both have them as sleepers that I wasn't buying. I didn't think Carson Wentz was ready yet. But another team where 
you need some more weeks to see what's happening. I, I think the Redskins might be it might be one of those Viking situations too where the Redskins are pretty bad. Their defense is not good. They didn't give any time for Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins, they had no run game last week, so it's going to be tough. The biggest worry I have with the Eagles is that run game. They have a good O-line, so I think it's going to recover. Sproles is not a runner. He's a pass-catching back, and we just need Blunt to show up, but he's 30 years old, so it's going to be interesting to see if he shows up. But they have good weapons. The Carson Wentz looked good, and that defense is great, and it's a great O-line. There's two problems with this Eagles team. It's that run game could be questionable, and the injuries on defense right now could hurt them in the long run, but let's see what happens. I like the Eagles at seven. At six, I have the Oakland Raiders. Their offensive line looked good. They went into Tennessee, and Tennessee is supposed to be a top-notch team this year. They're supposed to be contenders this year as Marcus, Mar Marcus Mariota, and they went in there and beat ass. They really did. They just let them know whose house it is. They went in there and beat Tennessee on the road, home opener. I, I was very impressed. Marshawn Lynch looked like Marshawn Lynch, shockingly. He didn't look like an old man. He looked like Marshawn Lynch. I loved to see that. Still questioning their defense. They looked fine last week, but they, they have good players, but I don't know if all the pieces are going to work out. At five, I have the Pittsburgh Steelers. I know they were close to, to Cleveland, um, but it was a home opener for Cleveland. Le'Veon Bell hasn't had any reps this year. I know he had a bad game, but once that team figures things out, their offense is dynamic and their defense is dynamic. I have the Steelers at five. At four, I have the Kansas City Chiefs. I do not think they're going to play as well as they did week one, but they have a good O-line. They have a good defense. Alex Smith will play somewhat well, not that well, but he'll play well. And if Kareem Hunt turns out to be as good as he looked week one, they will be fine. Another 0-1 team, I have the team that lost to the Kansas City Chiefs, the New England Patriots at three. I would, I would still put them at one like George did, but I don't think they deserve to be at number one this week. They should be at number three. They're still going to be a top team in the AFC. They might still finish ahead of the Kansas City Chiefs. Probably will. So I put them at three. I don't really think I need to explain why. I think everyone knows why. Number two, the Green Bay Packers. Now, you could say they didn't do that well on offense. Well, 17 points or 10 either way on that Seattle D is pretty good. Rodgers caught him sleeping. It's not going to be easy defense to score, and I think the Seahawks are going to end up with the lowest scoring Dean in all football, and it's going to be hard to play against the Seahawks team. Um, I would, I'm, I'm, I'm very excited to see what happens with this Green Bay Packers team because their defense looked good. Now, that's another situation. Is that a product of how bad the offensive line is for the Seahawks? Is that why the defense looked good, or is their defense just all right? And at number one, and I'm sorry that I doubted you guys, at number one, I have the Dallas Cowboys. The Dallas Cowboys played the New York Giants, a good football team. The best front seven maybe in all football and defensive end. Their O-line looked like the best O-line in football again, and they slowed down the Giants, only allowed three points. And I know Oda Beckham was out, so this is another, you know, this is a very early power rankings. We don't know what's going to happen in a week, two weeks. These are going to change very fluidly throughout the weeks. I will move teams up 10 spots. I don't care. It just depends what happens week in and week out. I might plop in the Patriots at number one if they have a good week next year or next, uh, next a good week next week. But the Dallas Cowboys with Zeke, if he's going to play all year with Dak, with their weapons, with that offensive line and that defense, if they stay healthy and stay a top 15 defense, I'd put the Dallas Cowboys at number one and keep them there. And that's where I got my guys. I have Elliot Velez saying Saints defense has still is still horrendous. More of the Saints being terrible. It is very bad. If the Saints had a decent defense, they could be a top 15 team, but they, they have a horrible defense. 
Um, Nate said they're at number six. I have Raiders at number six. What do you mean by they're at number six? El Mutro Raiders said only one nation, baby. And yes, my Raiders just need defense to do play okay. Not great, and we'll be all right. It was a big win, though. I have them at six. It was a big win against the Titans. The Titans are supposed to be good. But I just want to see that defense perform week in and week out. Pat said, oh, Nate Dixon said Pats. I can't put the Pats all the way at six. I know they lost, but they're still a top three or four team in my eyes. But if you put them at six, it's understandable. I mean, you, I, I have the Seahawks and the Pats as the only two 0-1 teams in my top 10. But they both played other teams that I have in my top 10. And that's why I have Tennessee close to that top 10 as well because the Raiders are supposed to be good. Now, let's bring on John Claude, my man. How you doing? There you go. Let's we'll watch some chords. Um, just make sure that microphone doesn't flop this way because it'll fall out. How you doing, sir? Um, you can bring it a little closer. Just be careful with it. All right. All right. And y'all, let me hear if you guys can hear John Claude. How you doing uh, today? I'm doing good. How you doing? I'm doing good, man. I, I, I like the hat, bro. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Shout out to my alma mater, Chapman. You, exactly. baby. Let's get it. You've been there. Been there, oh, done yeah, that. Exactly. Great place. Great place. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I knew you were saying great place. Phenomenal place. Like you can't beat it, right? Yeah, definitely can't. Can't beat it. I like I like the culture shirt. I like the ripped Thank jeans. Thank you. <laughs> we're looking at the fashion while here. Nate Dixon says, "What's good? What's good, Nate Dixon?" And Jacob West says, "Hey, big head." <laughs> <laughs> Man, come on. For those who don't know, Jacob's our friend, so it's not somebody just being mean out of nowhere. <laughs> And Sammy Michael says, Saints are hard <coughs> too interesting. They need major defensive help, but yet they draft and trade for offensive players. That is that is true. That's odd. Why are you going to work on this offseason to get AP when you're drafting a running back and you have Ingram and your defense is maybe top three worst in the NFL? Yeah, true, exactly. And I, I look at um, Pittsburgh Steelers, a different team who they've drafted like defense the first four rounds, right? Last draft, or yeah. So it's like I don't know why Saints aren't doing that when their defense is horrible and their offense is good enough. Exactly. I mean, if they just had to, if it, there's there a lot of teams that make mistakes like this. For example, the Seattle Seahawks, our hometown team. Right. I cannot, for the life of me, I love that we got Sheldon Richardson for Jermaine Curse. <laughs> yeah. But if you're gonna trade some players. Shouldn't we have found a way to maybe trade like a curse and another guy for an okay offensive lineman at least? Right. Yeah, exactly. And we have no offensive linemen and we can't score. So what do you, and yeah, then you made a good point on the morning show with George. Uh, the teams with the good old lines are doing the best. Yes. Yeah, so we've talked about on multiple shows here the last two days that NFL is sloppy right now. The, yeah. All the games were looking sloppy except for the teams that have the old linemen. Yeah. I mean, the Dallas Cowboys didn't look that sloppy. KC looked pretty good. Um, the Steelers looked all right. The Raiders looked good. The Eagles looked good. These are teams that have decent O-lines, if not good exactly. O-lines. So I think it's become very obvious like obvious in this NFL that if you have a good O-line, you're going to survive. Exactly. No doubt. So it's frustrating. And um, good O-lines make you know average quarterbacks look good. You know, you see like Texans, not obviously not this past week, but in the past. You know, they always have average quarterback, but good line. And, and Titans. The Titans. I mean, I'm not huge on Marcus Mariota. You know that. Right. But they've been a decent team because they have this good O-line. The running backs play well. And it's hard to see it any other way. And, even, I mean, even a team like the Vikings, their O-line looked good yesterday. I'm not saying Sam Bradford's not a good quarterback, but he's not a great quarterback. Right. He's, he's all right. He's all right in this he's, NFL. He's mid-tier. Yeah, he's good he's talent, like, yeah, but yeah. not an amazing like performer always. But with a good O-line... 
he had time to step back and make some good plays last night. Right, time. exactly. I, I think that's amazing. And no one would make you look good like Saints, D, man. Yeah, that's true. That's another <laughs> problem I have. Uh, so I, you probably just heard my power rankings. I moved the Vikings up from like 15 to 9. They deserve to be up there because they played so well, but I'm also hesitant because it could be a lot to do with, is this Sam Bradford being good or is this a product exactly. of the defense? Exactly. And I, it's a little bit of both, I believe, but they have a good running back. Cook looks right. phenomenal. Yeah, and they got did. Murray, right, yeah. from, from the Raiders. And that defense we know is good. Exactly. So, yeah, I think Vikings can be pretty good. Um, they had some injuries last year, right, because I feel like it's kind of the same team. Yeah, same team. Healthy. They always have injuries. That's true. Especially a quarterback. <laughs> exactly. I mean, yeah, hopefully Sam can stay healthy as well, you know. That's what I'd like to see for them because I think if that's what happens, they'll be an all right team. Exactly. So we have uh, – I'm going to go through some of these comments after this, but I'm going to read you my top ten one more time. Okay. We're going to talk about it for a minute. I want to talk about the Cowboys for a minute. We'll get to Monday Night Football and the rest of this. So my top ten, I went from, from ten up. Panthers, Vikings, Seahawks, Eagles, Raiders – Steelers, Chiefs, Patriots, Packers, Cowboys. Is there any team in there that you'd probably put in your top ten or take out? Or um, I feel like the top five or six everyone would have right yeah, now. Yeah, exactly. But like Seahawks, Vikings, Panthers. Some people might mess with that. Might throw in Atlanta if you still believe in Atlanta. Yeah, yeah. I, I'd probably put Atlanta in there. You know, just because they escaped. You know, but. Yeah, maybe Atlanta over Carolina, but that's about it. Everything else yeah. sounds pretty good to me. Dude, who do you think is going to take that division, though? I mean, Tampa Bay, Atlanta, and Carolina. I'm out on New Orleans being yeah, in the division. Exactly. I think they're going to be a fine team, 7-9 to nine again. 6-10. Right. Yeah, but they're not going to win that division. There's exactly, too many good especially teams. with um, you already see clashing with the coach and, and, and Adrian Peterson, you know. Um, Why did they sign him? I just yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Gonna get listen. Somebody on the show earlier, Saints fan, was like, "I don't. I could care less if AP gets carries. Give it to Ingram. He's better." I agree. I could care less, but then don't sign him. Yeah, you know, I wish. Um, I know trading is picked up in the NFL, but I wish. Um, you know, they could just put him on the block and maybe ship him. Honestly, uh, Arizona Cardinals need a running back, so that's true. And their O line's all right. Yeah, and and Peterson was interested in going there, so, I, you know, I wish Cardinals would just throw him a. F- Fifth rounder or something. Yeah, like hey, this guy's already showing that he's gonna be trouble for your exactly. team. Like, just give him the bust. Yeah, uh, and we're gonna get to David Johnson today because that's okay. That's a big deal. Exactly. I thought they were underrated, and I thought they were gonna be contenders for that NFC West spot, especially with how bad the Seahawks' all line is. But then that David Johnson. A lot whoops. of sad fantasy owners today. Yes, a lot of them. Um, um, yes. Nate said Vikings all line, bro. So yeah, he, he he. That's what we were talking about. He said Bradford threw darts last night. I mean, perfect balls. And he said Stephon Diggs got him twenty four points. He, yeah, so I was facing Stephon Diggs. Yeah, <laughs> so you know, yes. <laughs> he knows. I mean, that bit Bradford did throw some great passes. No, I didn't expect. I was I was a little. I was shocked. a little worried about him in the uh, first half just because they weren't really moving the ball, and uh, he was like seven for ten. You know, like sixty yards, classic. Yep. Stat line for him on Philly, you yeah. know, but yeah, like seventy percent accuracy, yeah, exactly, perfect. yeah, just short balls, you know. But he was throwing it downfield, you know. Really quick, interesting topic. Did you hear what me and George were talking about this morning about the top three quarterback ratings this weekend? Oh yeah, I know. Uh, Goff, Smith, and Bradford. And Bradford, three number, number one, one picks, picks. <laughs> and Say, crazy. three guys that everyone's <laughs> kind of been like, yeah, yeah, like. Well, Goff is young, but still, right. Goff last year, people were like, Ugh. Oh, yeah, people get ready to give up on him. Maybe. Yeah. But, okay, another example, though. 
Goff could be a product of the Colts D. That's, that wouldn't be shocking. And and there's something about when there's a backup quarterback in there, the morale of the team is low. Yeah. So I think everybody's abilities are, you know, sh- shrunk shrunken a little bit. Last question before I move on. Do the Colts just go ahead and sign Kaepernick? I mean, yeah. <laughs> like, why not at, at this, this point, point they're, right? they're ready to put in Jacoby Brissett, who doesn't even know the offense. Yeah. It's like, come on. So yeah. might as well go get Kaepernick. Yeah. Go get him or go get uh, Tony Romo. Go get... um. Man, what's Brett Favre up to? <laughs> yeah, anybody, bro. Not Scott Tolzien. Yeah, that was embarrassing. And so my my theory on that... I think that, Chuck Pagano's on the hot seat also. Oh, he way. should have been two years ago. Yeah, First of all, Bruce Arians... The year they fired, they were going to fire. We thought he was getting fired. Yeah. He got an extension, so... Which uh, makes no sense. Yeah. And then, remember last year, the Rams extended Jeff Fisher three days later, fired him? Yeah. Like, make your decisions, guys. Exactly. My thing is, if you think Andrew Luck's coming back six or seven weeks from now, sign Kaepernick. If you're going to rest, if you're going to let Andrew Luck go for the year... Then I don't blame you. Don't sign Kaepernick Just and tank. tank. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah. if you think you're gonna bring back luck, you have no try to make excuse. The playoffs. Yeah, you yeah. have no excuse. And not signing Kaepernick at this point. It's just being laziness. But you know their owner Jim Mersey somewhere. You know popping. You know, popping some Xanax and drinking and yeah, just playing the guitar, trying to be a rock star in his head or something. Man, it's unfortunate. He is an odd guy as He's well. He's very odd guy. Yeah. There's a lot of owners that I just don't get. He needs days. to wake up and look at that roster, man. Where's the defense? <laughs> the, I, <sighs> what happened to the defense? What happened to, like, giving Andrew Luck a team? You've got to do something for yeah, that exactly. guy. Yeah, um, exactly. Quickly, I think you were also um, down on the Cowboys like me this year. I was. Did they shut you up this week already? Because they man, shut they me up did, a little bit. Man, it's over. Yeah, they're, they're going to win that division. <laughs> Yeah, I think the Eagles will make it as a wild yeah, card. Exactly. The Eagles are not winning the division. Exactly. The Redskins aren't. The Giants are. And, and Eagles, they lost Ronald Darby. Yeah, for at least they, six to eight weeks, right? They, they have no cornerbacks. And Peters might be out a couple weeks also. Or he's, he's questionable for the next couple weeks. I mean, that's the thing. I, I think it's interesting. Like, uh, some of these teams that won but had a big injury, is it really winning? Would you rather go 0-1 and be healthy or 1-0 but you lose a star player? Interest, I, I think that's an interesting question. I'd rather go 0-1. Exactly. I, I was yeah. talking. I was talking to some Charger fans, you know, trying to find some. Uh, I know we're gonna get there, but I was trying to find some comfort. And you know, some people were like, "Hey, we didn't have no major injuries, at least." And the offense started getting rolling. The defense started getting rolling. We'll get to that in one minute. Yeah. <laughs> George Arjur says, "JC in the house." My guy was good. He's over at the gym putting up some weights right oh, now. Yep. Nice. You know how it is. Um, I'm about to do that after this. You know. Oh yeah, bro. I might even big have to night. Go to the gym. Big I go home. I know. feel that. You know, I got big oh, night. Oh, yeah, you got big night. <laughs> big night for me. <laughs> big Tuesday night. Yeah, big I Tuesday night. It's always a big Tuesday night. Yeah. Nothing special. <laughs> Nate said, Colts need to trade Vontae Davis for Trubisky from Chicago. Nate, that's great in theory, but I don't think Chicago is going to give him exactly. up. Exactly. Um, um, but, you know, I wish, um, you know, sometimes like a, a Matt Barkley's out there. Why not sign him just based on the name, you know? Yeah. Just some things in college. Throw Man. him out there. You know, give someone, uh, you know, like just – Aaron Murray, I saw him do great things in college. So He's a free agent. God like, damn. I'd and rather you were talking see... about Jake Browning. You know, those, those yeah. are some of the things I have those type of questions. Like, an Aaron Murray led SEC record in, for uh, yards. He can't be that bad. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And Chiefs, he never got a shot on Chiefs, but now he's just not in the league. Yeah, and that's it's exact. Like that's you heard, so you heard that this morning. Where he's it's not like, in the league because he was m- probably not scoring touchdowns with the third stringers against the twos in practice. Yeah, like, sorry. Yeah. But, like, he's better than Scott Tolzien, I'm sure. Exactly. Right? Even, okay, Nate what does Scott Tolzien do in college? I don't even know where he went I don't even college. know who he is. To be honest, <laughs> yeah. I watched him last night. I was like, what are the... I know Sunday, he was, was like, Aaron Rodgers' backup, but, I, yeah. like, that's it. He's not good. And so my thing is, like, I just... 
even a Mark Sanchez, I'd rather have than Scott Tolzien. Mark Sanchez at least won some games into an AFC championship. Right. He could some at least games, yeah. throw a ball. He has some relevance in the NFL. Exactly. But even um, Nate Dixon said RG3 to the Colts. I'd prefer that than, RG3 than Scott Tolzien. RG3 is on Tolzien. Twitter begging for a job. Yeah. Like, Which I just wish Kaepernick would do a little more. I think RG3, everyone can freak out about this, but deserves a job more than Kaepernick oh, only does. because – he shows the he shows the passion a little like he says I want to play football. Kaepernick might be a better player right now than RG three, but at least RG three is like yo, I'm here. Help. I mean, do you think RG three is horrible? Like, what do you think about RG three? I don't think he's horrible. Like, I, I think, think if he's on Texans, man, they could win like eight games. If he's on the Texans, he's better than uh, Savage. Yes, he's probably better than Watson for one year. Yes, exactly. So. And, and and also, yeah. I mean, that's another situation there. I mean, with Texans playing on Thursday, I'm sure you guys will get into it. Benching your starting quarterback in the first half—that's ridiculous. To like me. my man, if you're not gonna, if you don't believe in him from the get go, then you should have started Watson. Exactly. Or say, you know, hey, you I'm gonna ride with you the, for three games. You just sent a horrible message to the locker room. Yeah, like we know? give up already. Yeah. Like we were playoffs last team, we last year, and we just gave up. You know, and he thinks he's smarter than everyone, Bill O'Brien, by saying uh, it didn't have nothing to do with his play. I've never seen a quarterback pull for something besides his play. Yeah, I, I, by, okay. Bill O'Brien says shit like that. I feel like exactly. Like, oh, it's a morale thing. Like, stop with the morale shit. Exactly. First of all, and you keep talking like we're gonna be this the great team, the Texans every year. Then go get a goddamn quarterback. Exactly. And man, as far the way I look at it, great coach, but man, I time is ticking. Time's man. ticking. We're not and getting younger. If I'm you not know? mistaken, wasn't he brought to the NFL as like supposed to be a good quarterback coach? Exactly. And still can't find a guy. I mean, he couldn't even get Brock Osweiler to throw a completion. Nope. So, I don't know, bro. Yeah. Um, we have a couple comments. Michael Sinal Jr. says, JC, what's good? Oh, that's my guy, Big Mike from Sammamish, bro. Big Mike. Yeah, it was good, Big Mike. Mike. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I ran into him at um, House of Hoops. Oh, yeah. Yep. That's dope. RG3. Nate said RG3. said, but no, Cap has legs at least. RG3 has no legs. That's it. He said, Cap, I... Over RG three any day, I, I mean, I mean I think Cap is Cap's definitely better, but no doubt RG three like should have a job too. Yes, I, I think Cap's better also. Like I just think it's Joe Webb just got signed. I yeah, said that last time I was on the show. Yeah, like, that's that's <laughs> I can't even explain or I can't even give an explanation to how that could make sense. Exactly, like Brock Osweiler got cut by Browns and got signed again. You know, by a team that cut him. Originally. No, I don't know something about. I think maybe, you know, because Osweiler has the look, you know, and he's He hasn't seven. done anything annoying to exactly. the media. Like, look at Ryan Mallett is still on a team, you know, and he can't play. He's garbage. Yeah. I, I, I can looks, understand. He looks like a quarterback, doesn't he? Yes. But <laughs> I can understand Kaepernick more than RG3, but they both have their... Kaepernick's more of the like distraction side. RG three is more of the like your your legs just give out every year side, and you're injury prone. Exactly. But I I, I mean with RG three, so RG three you're injury prone, but he could get a backup job. Yeah, Steelers and, have Michael Vick as the backup. Michael Vick also had no legs. He retired now. Well, yeah, yeah or had I think he said yeah, half. No, had, had. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, at the time, yeah. You yeah, know, he was just there for like more he was hours. Going 110 yards a game when he was starting for injured Ben. So, I mean that. Yeah, I I can't I can't explain some of these, but at the end of the day, the owners are just going to make what decisions they think is best for their team, and if that's what's going to happen, that's what's going to happen. It sucks. Right. I think 
Kaepernick deserves a job in certain situations. I think every team has excuses. I heard this by Nick Wright this morning, I think. He said, Texans, if you believe in Watson, fine, don't sign Kaepernick. Colts, if you're trying to tank, fine. Or not, not the Colts, sorry. He said, Texans, fine. He said, uh, God, what was it? Oh, Jaguars, if you want to believe in Blake Bortles a couple more months, fine. He, he did a couple comparisons of teams. Like, I forgot who else it was. Like, Cardinals, if you believe in Palmer for another year, fine. But he's like, the Colts have no excuse. If Andrew Luck's coming back, you right. can't tell me Tolzien is the guy you're going to wait for. Exactly. Yeah. I don't like it, but Michael uh, Michael Sanul, Michael Jr., I can't even say his last name, but said, should, uh, should Cap even? I think you missed a word there. Should Cap even what? I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure. Nate Dixon said, Bill O'Brien, worst coach I've ever seen. I'm telling you right now. <laughs> that's harsh, yeah, but yeah, that's a little harsh. I think. Um, I mean, when you could pull nine and seven out of like Whedon and. Began K- might be Keenum, worse. Keenum, Case Keenum, and like another guy, like, you know, that's pretty impressive, but. Or Hoyer. It was Hoyer. Hoyer, but, yeah. Uh, Pagan might be worse. Yeah. Actually, he's worse. Did you hear what he said after oh, the game? Yeah, no, no question. Pagano, yes. Yeah, it's Pagano. I don't want to say Pagan. Who's Pagan? I'm thinking about Angel Pagan. That's oh yeah, that's a, he's good though. Pagano, sorry. <laughs> Pagano was. What did he say after the game? He said, "Um, oh, he's like, yeah, I know we lost to the 49ers, but blah, blah blah blah." He like said, "I know we lost to the four, bad loss to the Niners. They played the Rams." <laughs> and George, George was freaking out. George was like, "Get him out right now." No, this I, is why Andrew Luck hasn't been <laughs> successful. Yeah, I mean, it's a shame to think the great Andrew Luck. Head coach has been so poor. Arians should have kept that job, but it's a feel good story. It sucks. I know you had cancer. No, I know. I know. And I mean, long, you know, good health and prosperity to him, you know, especially with those millions, you know, but he don't need to be coaching no more. No, like, I'm sorry. If you're not good, you're not good. Nate Dixon said, Joe Webb dominates preseason. Don't sleep on, or don't start on Joe Webb. He's still dirty. (laughs) Fine. I guess. Sure. Yeah. He's a. He must be that uh, seven on seven king or some in practice. Like, some of these guys are just practice warriors, you know. Uh, it's yeah. Some of them just look better in practice. Um, Nate Dixon said Pagano gone. LOL. Is that like a fact, or are you just saying in general, like we're saying? That would've been crazy if he got fired right now. Yeah, that. that would be. Wow. I think he just means like we're saying it. Like he <laughs> should be gone. I'm on Twitter. Okay. okay yeah. So we're plugged in. We have. Devin Mark saying, what the fuck story of the day? Nine people dead, including Shooter, because of an argument over Kaepernick protest. By the way, this what? is about 10 minutes from my house, Plano, Texan. I, I stay in Colony, Texan, Texas. He's like, Kaepernick definitely won't be getting a job now. That's true. I mean, no doubt. Jesus Christ. They're having, they're having freaking protest. Nine people. Nine people dead, including a shooter, because of the protest on Kaepernick. Oh, actually, I think I did see something weird like that. I just didn't get a chance to open it up. I must have been, like, really tired or something. But, yeah, very uh, – I think it's just a very extreme, divisive situation we have with Cap. Here's why I wanted Cap to stop, just for an example. And I, I've said this multiple times. I mean, I was he never stopped against, now. He stopped now, but I was never against what he did. I just knew the message was going to go the wrong way for some people. And it's not going to work. And it didn't work. It's worked in a sense of bringing attention, but it's also caused problems like this. And well, and yeah, and the media is taking it, and it's just it's bringing a lot of um, dissension just amongst American people. You got friends who are arguing with each other and losing friendships. Exactly. Over, you know, Kaepernick kneeling, stuff. and Luckily, Eric Reed is still kneeling. Where's the outrage? 
<laughs> I, that, I, don't, <laughs> I don't know what happened, but Pagano just found a way to... I mean, not Pagano. Sorry, Kaepernick. I read a word on the screen. Kaepernick oh, yeah. is just... If, if somehow they found a way to make what Kaepernick did the extreme of everything. And exactly. I was like... Like I mean, other Reed, people did it. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, Bennett is still sitting. You know, it's like... Marshawn's still sitting. Yeah. But... I mean, if anything, at least he took a knee. But yeah. Sitting is like, dang, bro. Yeah, like... <laughs> A knee can be respectful in some senses, right? No, hundred percent. I asked my wife to marry her. I don't have a wife, but I will ask my wife to marry her 100%. by taking a knee. Yes. It's not like I'm like I don't know. Sitting seems more like fuck it. Yeah, I don't really care. Like even I went to the Seahawks preseason game uh, against Chiefs, and they did the national anthem. I stood up, you know. Like, yeah, because it's it, uh, that's what, you just can't but stay in your seat. Here's the thing: you could stand, you could sit, you could but do I'm whatever. Saying, yeah, I'm not hating on those people sitting. You know, I just think Kaepernick should have been a little more them. careful, understanding that even if I know the message is good, me, Samuel Rojour, he should know that maybe 50 percent of America is going to take this the wrong way, and the media is going to blow it up, and we should be careful how we exactly. do it. Exactly, and sometimes but, you know, you, when you keep it too real. There's, you know, a lot of people can't handle that these days. Facts. Yeah, exactly. He I, kept it to 100 for America and the NFL. Everybody was like, no, go away with that, please. <laughs> go away with that, please. I like that. Okay. I'm going to, I have a question from Aliyah Walton. I'm going to tell him my top 10 one more time. He said he missed my top 10. I'm going to yep. give it to him. I'm going to give you my top 10 and then we're going to finish. Um, I would, I, and then we'll finish this Kaepernick conversation because we have a lot of <laughs> comments already. Right. But, Aliyah, my top 10. I'm going to give it to you real quick. 10, I took the Carolina Panthers, Cam Newton, at defense. I believe in them. The 9, I took at 9, I took the Vikings. They looked good. It could be the defense of New Orleans, but I took the Vikings. Good defense, good offense. 8, I took the Seahawks. They're all-around perfect team minus their offensive line. Um, great quarterback, great weapons. Their running game will be fine if they had a good O-line. Defense is perfect. Seven, I took the Eagles offensively and defensively as long as Carson Wentz continues to get better and grow and they don't get injured on that defensive end. They're great. Six, I took the Raiders. I'm suspect on their defense a little bit, but their offense is good and their defense showed up week one against a good Tennessee Titans. Five, I took the Steelers. Um, Bell needs more time. He's going to get better. Antonio Brown looked like a beast again. Roethlisberger's fine. That defense will always be all right. KC Chiefs at number four. I know they beat the Patriots, who I have at three, but I don't believe in the Chiefs being that good always, but they showed up. They're at four. Patriots at three. I don't need to explain it. They're still maybe the best team in the NFL. They still could be. Uh, two, I took the Green Bay Packers. 17 points against that Seahawks defense is actually a lot of points. It was really 10 points, but 17 because of that fumble on the one. That's a good game. I know the offensive line for the Seahawks is trash, but their defense actually looked good for a week. Um, and at number one, I regret it. I regretfully say I took the Dallas Cowboys, but not regretfully, more like, unfortunately, right. they proved me wrong last weekend. I hope they don't prove me wrong again. I hope I drop them back to 10, but they looked good. So, hey, honorable mention, too, they're thinking about it now. Uh, Baltimore Ravens really put it on. Yeah. I had my, ball, my, my honorable mention was the, tit or the Titans, the Lions, the Falcons, the Ravens. Um, the Broncos and the Giants because the Giants yeah, might be sense. decent, but maybe the Cowboys are that good, right? And you know, Odell might mean that much, yeah. As, as much as they hate to admit it, you know, they they tried to tell him last year to stay in his lane, you know. I try to tell him to stay in his lane too, but maybe I think I decided <laughs> maybe he, he's that good, yeah. Because I mean, for that team, that Steelers team would not be would not would have would not have beaten the Browns 
if it wasn't for Antonio Brown last week. Exactly. He had 11 catches. Clearly, and, that was the only guy Ben could trust to yep. throw the football And to. Bell couldn't run the ball last week. So if it wasn't for Antonio Brown, the Steelers might have lost to the Browns. Maybe that's how big of a difference Odell makes. And I told exactly. my brother, he's like, where's Brandon Marshall? Well, he's the only guy to guard now. Exactly. And he's 33. Yeah, you know, and so like, when Odell comes back, it might open up Odell, and it might open up some exactly. more for Brandon Marshall. And, and Brandon Marshall, he can't face number one attention right now. And, no. and then that 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 uh, at all. You got Sterling Shepard, who you know still growing in the game. He'll be fine. You know, like they'll be good. I think. Yeah. All right, quickly. Um, yeah, Devin said Kaepernick definitely won't be getting a job now because of those protests. I agree. That's unfortunate. 100%, that Dad. sucks. That people that want to protest for him. Actually, are hurting his chances of getting a job. Yeah, that's yeah, it's unfortunate. Like, just say thank you and like walk away. We like, gotta drop it. Yeah, we gotta drop it. Anthony, so big blue ant seals, welcome back. He found our show this morning. He's back now. Oh uh, like yeah. He said, I just got here just now. Not really sure what you guys are talking about, but I just want to say my G-men are a train wreck. I have them at my honorable mention just because I think if Odell comes back, they might be okay and maybe. Maybe this Dallas Cowboys team is that good. Okay. I mean, I, I wouldn't say train wreck, but I don't think Giants win more than eight games this year. I think, I think they're a solid eight and eight. Yeah. I agree. And they might, they could beat the, the Cowboys at home if their O line shapes up and right, they're doing right. all right. But they're not as good as I thought. And I think the Cowboys are better than I thought. Fair. Um, Elijah Walton, I told you my top 10. Anthony Big. Blue Ant Seal said, listen, I can appreciate Colin Kaepernick taking a stance on something that definitely needs to be brought forth. However, let's face the facts. Uh, do you own, only reason he started doing this because he was pissed that he was getting benched or cut? I would say that's not the only reason he did it. I'm sure he had some reason for wanting more attention. Nobody does no, anything without a little bit of reason of saying, okay, I want to be the face of this and get attention. But he was really trying to speak up for a cause, but I think he just didn't plan it out. And he didn't, I don't think he knew it was going to blow up this big. Oh, yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Yeah. No I, I think if he knew it was going to be this big and lose him jobs, he would have done it differently. 100%. 100%. But that's something you just can't, you can't, you can't, I don't know. YOLO. Yeah, yeah you can't know. You only uh, live once, man. Just do it. <laughs> just do it. Oh, my camera went off, of course. I love it. Uh, Devin Mark said, actually, no. Oh, Devin Mark said, yes, I agree. Sitting creates more negative emphasis. I would kneel. And then he said, actually, no. I wouldn't, I would take, I wouldn't take the field until the anthem is over. Keep it in the locker room. That's actually not a bad idea. Don't even get, let a camera show up on you and just be like, I'll be out when it's done. I don't mind that. Oh, the camera's off, but they can hear you. Oh, I see. <laughs> I would, that's not too bad, though, to just, Sit in the locker room. Don't cause camera attention. Exactly. And say, I can do what I want when the anthem's on. Exactly. No and Tyler Brightman and says, you guys are crazy. Who? Tyler Brightman. That's the homie, though. What, why are we crazy? Oh, yeah. My dude. What's good? He loves the Giants. So maybe it's because I'm saying bad things about the Giants, or is it because I'm saying they might be okay? Or do you okay. think they're over? Yeah, That's what I want. I think them. they're 8-8, eight eight, my man. Yeah. Uh, I think Tyler's probably thinking that they're... Because uh, cause, cause don't forget about Redskins. I know you, you got them doing some things. Not anymore. Yeah, I was very disappointed <laughs> in your skins. Bro, I, uh, there was a couple teams. There was teams I was shocked about, and there's a lot of teams I was extremely disappointed in. I was, one thing I was really disappointed in was really the damn Seahawks offensive line. I thought, I thought 
if because they didn't address it that much this offseason, I thought they had a plan. Right. They had no plan. No. That shit was awful. It's the same. <laughs> we're going to be seeing the same thing. Russell running around and doing all that stuff, you know, and hopefully it works. That's what they're relying on. And it, and it works. It gets you in the playoffs when there's no good teams in your division. But when you got to face Green Bay and NFC title game or Falcons, you're getting slapped. Yeah, badly. Badly. Like, badly, badly. <clears throat> I mean, man. We'll live on, though. Go Hawks. Go so, Hawks. <laughs> Anthony Big Blue Ant Seal says, I like that, Devin, about uh, going to the locker room. I like that, too. It's a good idea. He liked who going to the locker room? Uh, he likes that Devin's idea of going to the locker room instead of uh, instead of kneeling or sitting. Yeah, just yeah, yeah. just come out when it's done. Be like, I'm here. Okay. Exactly. You don't know what I did. And exactly. Tyler said about the Giants, haha, at least 10 wins. Come on. Ooh. That's, that's you're 0-1. <laughs> you go 11-4? Yeah, yeah, that's... Oof, man. Eleven and four is gonna that. be tough. Um, also, have you seen the new iPhone, the iPhone X or iPhone? It's the iPhone eight, but they call it the iPhone X. Have you seen it? No, I have not. Came out today, or the the models came out today. I'm it's smaller, to isn't it? I haven't seen it yet. I just got a notification to check out the features. We'll check it out after the show. So, my man JC, you ready for oh, this? Man, what's happening? All right, I'm ready. We are gonna take a 10 second commercial break, aka not a real commercial break. It's just gonna be an empty screen. And I'm going to let you begin by talking about your Chargers, if you'd like. Okay. Well, um, that was a very hard game to stomach last night, watching uh, Chargers and Denver Broncos meet up. Um, very good game. AFC, classic AFC West battle. Um, I love the intensity. Um, I heard the game be called boring by some, the beginning portion. But, you know, it's all about intensity and, you know, beginning of the season, shaking off the rust. Um, Trevor Simeon put some respect on his name. Uh, he was torturing God damn us it. for the yeah. first two quarters. Good God. Um, I spe- specific play, he, sh- he shaked. Uh, I think he shook Bosa to just to his knees. I was going to say, know, like I think Michael it shook, Vick. not shaked. <laughs> I think it shook. <laughs> like, we're almost there. I think it shook. Um, you know, but yeah. Uh, and yeah, so Trevor Simeon, Trevor Simeon was doing, you know, great things out there. But um you know, Chargers have to lose in dramatic fashion, man, as usual, you know. Um, it's a classic Chargers thing to do. Now, there are some problems I have with the game, though. Um, that I got to address to my guy Sammy here. One, And he might agree with me on some because we were talking as we were watching the game. Go for it. Um, one being I felt like I had a problem with the officiating. I, I don't want to be that fan, you know, but the The whole weekend of uh, football has had some interesting officiating. Thank you, yeah. Even Seahawks. I mean, yeah. that was a pick six by my man Aaron Rodgers, yeah. you know. But and not an ejection by Jeremy Lane. He didn't touch him. He didn't punch him. Oh, he didn't. oh yeah, it was not a punch. Yeah, they called it a punch. And Devontae Adams pulled his face back down to the ground. He shouldn't have been ejected. He shouldn't. No, he shouldn't. Home call. You know, yeah. I, I think, um, yeah, these referees were very biased towards the home teams this weekend. But specifically, the fumble by Jamal Charles was called a fumble on the field. And... The boos were coming down hard. and the Refs started freaking out. Rivers was trying to line up like, you know, why can't we get the ball? And then out of nowhere, the refs were like, we have to review the the play. And I Not even a coach's review, right? No, not even. And he didn't even. Yeah, exactly. That killed me. So you just saved them losing a timeout who, in, in a game that ends within three points, that would have been huge, Denver having to lose a timeout via bad challenge. So Yeah, it could have made a difference. Exactly. So that, that bothered me, the officiating. But... um. 
I, I you know the offense was a little sluggish to start. You know, I but didn't like how I didn't like the play calling offensively yes. at all. They didn't give Rivers enough tosses until the end of the game, and exactly. then once he started, predictable. I felt yeah. like almost, the way he was the way the game was called as if we had um, Blake Bortles back there. We're going to yeah. run a run heavy offense like. It was like, dude, this is Philip Rivers. Like, and then once they let Philip Rivers open up, what happened? Exactly, the two minute when two minute drill, specifically eleven minutes left in the fourth quarter. This guy's passer rating was over hundred. Yeah, so he looked good. That 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 tells me, you know, it's play calling. Um, the the not good goat would be Keenan Allen to me. Um, man, very selfish when he threw that ball at Chris Harris. Jr. Yeah, I, I didn't I think was, I didn't think he threw it at him, but if you're gonna do that in front of the referee, yeah, just don't do that. Yeah, be they were losing, and then you saw him on the bench dancing. Yeah, it's like, bro, like where where are you right like now? Like looking at the crowd too yeah. and shit, and you're like, stop. Yeah, and and as well, although in in his defense, people don't know. I mean, won't remember, but he had dropped the ball like three plays before that, and Chris Harris Jr. was. Clapping right in his face, and the refs don't call nothing. Of course, like is that not taunting? Yeah, or, I know. You know, but when Some someone usually, gets the revenge, yeah. you always catch the second guy. Yep. <laughs> it was like uh, actually a good example of that. Also in the Seahawks Green Bay game earlier, somebody had a penalty for staring down Jeremy Lane, and then the second time, just because Jeremy Lane's fighting back the second time, right. they get the second guy now. Of course, so Jeremy Lane gets ejected. But it's like. Bro, this guy's one. done it. Yeah, he you missed the first one, and now he's doing it to me again. So now I retaliate. Exactly. And it's like and 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 also in defense of Keenan Allen. I mean, man, what was that? His first touchdown scored in like a year. You know, so I and he didn't like throw the ball. He kind of rolled right. it out. Yeah, him. exactly. I mean, I wish refs would just let him play in that situation as well. But I've heard some interesting things from uh, on Colin Coward show from Dean Blandino. You know, the yeah, Fox right. uh, referee analyst guy, VP officiating. Yeah, if you don't think something's a hundred percent, do not call it. Exactly. Like the Aaron Rodgers stuff last week, the block in the back, or Jeremy Lane, or last night, like the rolling of the Keenan Allen ball, or you know, a review like. If you don't think it's 100% that like you're wrong about this call, just let the Chargers take the ball and exactly. let the coach challenge it. Not not have the refs because the crowd's freaking out stop exactly. the game. And and and, the, and because the crowd just saw what they think was uh, the wrong call on the big screen, you know, like come on. Although one instance where I thought refs I didn't have a problem with them was um, the interception that off the leg. Okay, uh, yep. And that, shout out my guy Adrian Phillips, the backup safety. You know that was impressive. It's my a man. good pick. Um, and he gets the pick, and the refs just reviewed it real quick. But they were like, you know what? It was kind of a quick review. Like we're not sure, and we're not changing it because I like that. You know, like you know, keep it human. You know, natural eye. Like just call it what you see. Always and, better that way. Yeah. You know, we're getting too technology, and like, man, you know, it's, I saw a lot of signs. Of first year coaching yesterday. Yes. So that the, the time management, the time there. management, and on Denver side, they obviously oh, couldn't yeah. figure out a defense either. They, they he, yeah, <laughs> they couldn't figure out a defense to stop Philip Rivers at the end of the game. They Vance couldn't Joseph adjust. Was looking, yeah, he had no adjustments. He no. had no. I mean, if it wasn't for the kick being blocked, Denver probably loses the game in overtime. Yes. I, I'm convinced. Yes. I still think we had all the momentum. You see, we um, we were down three. Obviously, in most cases, you don't you, you punt back with two forty, game over. They're yeah. gonna get a first down, and you're gonna be left with like thirty seconds left and no timeouts. Denver, of course, played it horribly. 
Also, Trevor Simeon, they, they had a play where he's rolling out and throws and throws out of bounds, stops yeah. the clock. Yeah, well, well, it saves us a timeout. Yeah. Like, and then Denver was very lucky to escape with, with the win. And then San know? Diego, first-year coaching, they lost from one minute to the 40-second mark of deciding if they're going to call a timeout or yeah. go forward on fourth or exactly. whatever it was. And, and, and I didn't even like the play he had in mind for the fourth down. He wanted Rivers to just run behind the center and just quick snap and fall. You know, like, yeah. That stuff does not work sometimes. <laughs> And then Vaughn Miller there. <laughs> I have one more problem with this game, and that is, it not has nothing to do with the Chargers or the Broncos. Just kind of has to do with the NFL. I'm really tired of seeing the ball go through the post and then saying oh it was a timeout. God. They have to. They have to stop. With they that. have to. They should have. To, if they want to ice the damn kicker, it has to be a certain amount of time before that ball snapped. Exactly. Because I don't like to hear the whistle. If that ball snapped last night, I thought it was a kick. I thought so it was. I heard the whistle after the ball was snapped, and the damn ball was through the post. And I said, "And he, and that's he, and too the, late." And the line still blocked. Our line was, and he kicked it, and it went through. And they were jumping over the line. Yeah. Was, they were blocking. Also, and, and you saw him by the ref, kind of late. Like, yep. You know, it's like you can't do, you can't like the you if you if that's the case, then they need to start doing this before guys drop back to pass. Then that's what how I quick feel. timeout, drop back. Yeah. You know, like. Because I really was how's it just by before that. the kick. He made that kick and that timeout was late in my eyes. I'm not even a Chargers fan. I had them plus three. Right. So I pushed, whatever, got my money back. But I was bothered by that because I thought they outplayed Denver in the second half. They deserved to make that kick. Rookie kicker, poor guy. I right. mean, I he mean, made a good kick I, the first I time. I can't go as far as to say the the better team lost. I can't say that, you know, but did we deserve to Push it in the OT and see what we I can think do. So. Yes. The only reason I'm okay with not going to OT is because if Denver got the ball and scored a touchdown, I would have no, lost my right. bet. But right. so I was like, all right, we pushed, but, whatever. But, but it was looking like that. I mean, it was that was very hard for them at that the time. Defense would have. St- Ingram and Bosa was the I, second I, half. They're going to be a problem, bro. They were pushing that O line into Simeon. And and my thing is like I just and you know this is why I love this team. You know, a lot of people ask me why I'm a fan of the Chargers, but. It's just that never give up, you know. Like, Philip Rivers, bro. Man, they could have just folded. You know, a lot of teams would have just folded. I was like, man, it's seven to twenty-one. The crowd is going crazy. We just punted it back. Like it could be seven to twenty-eight, but the D was like, all right, you know what? We're just gonna try to get a stop. Field goal. Most that. defense would have just rolled over and just let you run it in, and it's over. You know, zero and one. You they, know, but that fight. You know, they just fight. And scrappy teams like that, I know they just need some balls to go their way, but if that happens, like which last is, year. <laughs> it's a big if, but I'm saying every ball last year didn't go our way. My biggest my biggest concern is they're starting the year the way they their whole year went last year. Exactly. Losing games by a small margin. The only difference though is at least we didn't have the lead. We didn't lead all yeah, game. You didn't blow it. Yeah, exactly. We didn't blow a lead. That was the only, you know, like if we had had a lead and lost that game, I would have just cried tears, man. Yeah. I, my, my final takeaways from this game, before we move in, move on, we're going to do like a quick five minutes on today I in mean, sports. I mean, what do you think of the outlook? Should I, should, I mean, do you think I should be like, okay, they, it was a good game against a good team? Outlook is I think they might be even better than the Broncos. The Broncos have the winningest record since 1999 at right. home. Um, Simeon looked good in the first half, then he was exposed again. Uh, didn't look very good in the second half. Clearly, it took us some time to get used to that error. And that Denver D is a good defense for Philip Rivers to drive the field down, drive him like that many times down the field in the fourth quarter. I think with the first year head coach, he's just gonna have to figure out with Philip Rivers, your pass first team. Exactly. And you'll be all he, right. I think he tried to come in and 
you know, I think new coaches do this where they try to come in and put their their input, stamp. Yeah, like on the team, and it's yeah. like, no, dude, like you're the new coach, but it's kind of got to be how it's been, which is we got to throw the football like at least thirty five times. This is Rivers' team, not not a running team. Exactly, and shout out to Anthony Lynn because he was smart enough to realize that by keeping the offensive coordinator the same. Normally, when yeah. you know new coaches come like in, that. they want a whole new staff, but he was like, I didn't want, I don't want Rivers learning a new system. I want to keep, you know, so I think he's conscious of that. He just got to show it next week with the plays. I was both Vance Joseph and Anthony Lynn, I think, showed that they had a lot of pluses last night and showed some weak. They showed some weaknesses, but a lot of pluses for first year head coach coaching two teams that have playoff potential. So I was I thought they did a great job. And Denver, Denver was supposed to win at home. That's their home opener. Like, yes. You know, Simeon second year quarterback right. there. They're, they have a better defense. It's gonna be on us. Know. It's gonna be on us to make it one one though. That I'm not playing with. I'm interested to see what home field's like for San Diego or for oh, yes. LA. Sorry. Oh yeah, seriously, that hurt. Yeah. But um, <laughs> that's gonna yeah. be interesting. Um, the soccer soccer stadium. I'm very interested to see. Uh, hopefully, it's not looking like Rams Coliseum very empty. Yeah, you know? hopefully not. Well, it's yeah, because it's not going to Rams. They can't fill ninety thousand. No way. Uh, Tyler Bremen said Simeon is the guy. He's got some great potential. He did impress me a little bit. Yes, he did. But he looked he's like the regular me. guy. He, last. He's not stopping me from taking a Josh Rosen if I can, though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he's not stopping John Elway. I'll tell you that much. That, exactly. John Elway doesn't fuck around That's how I feel about Simeon. That. Is um, he's kind of a placeholder starter, but he's young enough to pacify to your fans as a viable one. But I don't really think he's a long-term type of starter. Very great backup quarterback, though. Soon come. Soon come. I like that. Soon come. I, I know that might be disrespectful to some after how he just played, but. But it's the truth, especially yeah. with John Elway. Exactly. All right. Good luck to your Chargers. Um, next week will be week, all right. Yeah, 1-0. Miami Dolphins. Go 1-0 this week. So. But it's in, I think uh, Chargers are four point four and a half point favorites. Oh, wow. In L.A. I just don't. I feel like Jay Cutler will play all right week one. It's going to be a close game. No, it's going to be a close I don't know. Four and a half is a tough It's bet. Chargers, bro. It's always a close they game. They only play close games. That's why I told George, I don't know if I'm betting that game because I think it's four and a half favorites for San Diego could win by three. They could lose by three. 100%. That's how I see it. So it's going to be tough. All right. Man. We're going to go through. We, we're already over by 10 minutes, but we're going to go through a couple things really quickly. Okay, yeah. I got my today's top news in sports with guest John claude First one I want to bring up is David Johnson is now out officially at least eight weeks with wrist surgery. What does this mean for the Arizona Cardinals? Big blow. Um, you can cross out those playoffs Yeah. for this year. Um, you just lost your best player on your team. And um, it's a wrap. It's a wrap. That's it. It's a, yeah, it's a wrap. It's a wrap. <laughs> it's a wrap. Because... Over. I had them as my underdog team that I thought was going to be all right. I was like, they have David Johnson. Palmer will be sufficient enough. They need him in this offense. Right. I had them at a fringe 9-7, and seven, so. Could be playoff team, yeah, right? Exactly. But a lot of teams had them at way worse than that. Or a lot of people, sorry. Right. But I, I think they're not that bad. No, they're but, not. And obviously, no David Johnson. I mean, you, you saw Palmer looked every bit of that 38 in 200 days. Yes. <laughs> very. <laughs> like, very. So... I think it's going to be tough. Pete Chase says, I agree with JC on the cards. My Thanks, man, Pete. Pete Chase. What's good, Pete? Yeah, I, their 9-7 and seven's, uh, was was a good ceiling. I had them at a 10-6. and six. I think they were better than people expected. But with this guy, with David Johnson out, 
with Palmer being old, he's not going to do anything without David Johnson. Exactly. I did like what you said. Maybe if they could trade for AP or something, exactly. it'd be all right. You know. But I said it's a, it's a wrap. Yeah, it's a wrap. Tomlin says Bell will improve. Penalties were really their mistakes, and he thinks Le'Veon be Bell with a lot. Le'Veon Bell would be better with a lot of reps. Do you think? What do you think about what happened to Le'Veon Bell? He had a bad game against the Browns. Is that just um, no practice, no nothing? Yeah, I think that's just you know holding out till September. You know. Yeah. And, and let's be real, man. I, I follow Le'Veon Bell on the Snapchat. You know, this guy, not to act like I know his life from Snapchat, because that's a very bad habit to act like you know someone's life from, from Snapchat. social media. I could put a picture of a beer every single day and you think I'm alcoholic, exactly. but I, I don't no. be drinking a beer every you night. You could be going to church right after you put that beer down. And not even drinking it. Exactly. <laughs> you know, but um, I, I'm just sure, you know, like, hey, when you're not working out, man, you got feel your time, you're filling your time with some, and while you do work out, it's different. Yeah, you probably work out better with people or I mean, not to say you work out better if you're doing a team organized thing. I just feel like you should you're going to work out better with your team. That's more than him just hitting the weights by himself. Exactly. And hitting conditioning. by Exactly. You got to be in football like playing shape. Yeah. And my thing is, I think I had some conversations with people about this being is this show that we need preseason. I don't think this shows we need preseason that much. I think this is more, you need to practice with your damn team. Exactly. And, 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 I prefer no preseason still. And great point by George. Shout out my guy, George, you know, in the morning show. Um, you know, man, these guys can't even touch each other no more in, in the off season. So yep. it's like, I think that's why you saw a lot of sluggish play. And, and these starters are playing even less now because you go out there and you tear your ACL in a game that doesn't matter. So, yeah. so no one why wants to play do that. Them? Exactly. It's interesting. I, Pichay's, think, I think we're going to see more of a college feel with these week one matchups. Yes, just a little know? slop here. Yeah. Piche says Issa rap. He wrote it the way. Okay, I'm glad he understood. My he, God. He wrote Issa. Um, Piche said overall most players underperformed week one. I don't think it's indicative of their season. I agree. It's not indicative no of their doubt. season. I think it's just showing kind of what George said. Um, you know, they can't touch each other in the offseason stuff. Right. And I also think, I said this earlier, I think it has a lot to do with um, the whole aspect of um, what was I saying earlier? Sorry, the camera froze. So I got freaked out for a second. It didn't. It unfroze. A whole aspect of the teams with the good old lines looked all right. Right. The teams with them, even the Steelers, they won. I know they have a good enough old line. I know Bell didn't play so well himself, but all these teams with good old lines played a lot better than the teams with the bad old lines. Um, and the, all those other teams at least had players that practiced. Bell didn't practice, so that's also that's a side note. But the underperforming week one, I think a lot of it had to do with those teams that had bad old lines. No, exactly, and you know. That being said, though, you know, there's... Shout out to that being said, uh, 8 a.m., <laughs> exactly. Monday through Friday. You already know. <laughs> um, man, I still feel like there's... there's a, Like, we're, you guys are talking about week two matchups. There's no such thing as a must-win in week two, which is true. But, like you said, a Chargers going 0-2 <laughs> via another five-point loss to Dolphins and New England just looking bad and whatever I, is different. It is. So that's where I I literally like said Chargers, I don't I think, think there's a must win except to, for the Chargers because the yeah. Chargers of last season. Nobody else had a season like the Chargers last year. Exactly. They need to win a game and not feel if like, anything, oh, my God, this I is really happening like, again. If anything, they need to win a close game. Yes. Just to be like, okay. Like, you can win when it's tight. Yeah. It's not that bad, right? Yeah. That's, all right. You know. Next. Big three player, Josh Childress officially has signed an NBA contract with the Denver Nuggets, I believe it was. I didn't write that down. But first big three player to now go to the NBA again. Wow. 
I think that's it's a good sign oh, yeah. for. Hopefully, that is a sign of things to come. I like it. So, I mean, the big three was originally more like, oh, for these retired players, right? Like, let's get Kobe in there. But this could be something good. I'm just thinking of local players, like. For example, uh, Tony Rowan. He hasn't had his chance back in the NBA right now. Right. He's unsigned. Maybe you go play a big three and you look really good and teams give you an opportunity. I think that's exactly. big for the big three because now it's going to get more players to be like, it just, it maybe just, I can it revitalize. It just put major, major credibility into their league. Exactly. You like, know? Rashard like, Lewis um, maybe should get a job too. That guy killed it in the big three league. Exactly. And like, um, I think... Um, you know, just by hearing that, it makes me want you know tune into some more big three. Like, man, what, what's out there? They need to not play it like pre-recorded. They need it to live. Yeah. That was the bad part of the big exactly. three. Exactly. The non-live aspect. I was like, bro, I saw everything on Twitter. <laughs> like, it's all on Twitter. True. And Very that true. Piche said Chargers aren't built to close. Um, this Charger team, we don't know yet. They last get, year's they, wasn't. Because <laughs> they didn't get a they didn't get a chance to show us what they're about last night. I feel like. Exactly. But last year's team, no no questions asked. That's why Mike McCoy was on the other sideline. Yeah. Sorry. Calling, <laughs> calling a great fourth quarter game for his team, by the way. Wink, <laughs> wink. Wink, wink. <laughs> PJ said Kenyon Martin looked good. I agree. I mean, that's why a lot of big three players didn't look too bad. Oh, Miguel Pagan, new comment. Let's see. What do you, th- what do you think? Say Melo ain't a top 50 player. And Lonzo Ball being ahead of him ranks, which is which I think is disrespectful. Did ESPN come out with the ranks again? Yes, they did. And they had Melo ahead, uh, uh, Lonzo ahead Zoe. of Melo. Zo, yes. Now, now you're talking to a Laker fan here. Die-hard Laker fan here. In my opinion, is Zo the current incarnation of Lonzo Ball better than Carmelo? Yes, Zo is better. Zo's already the best player in the league. Okay. I'm just playing. Carmelo Anthony <laughs> is better than Lonzo Ball still. But I think maybe in two, three years, Lonzo Ball will be better. But you can't, just because Carmelo hasn't been on good teams doesn't mean he's better. Thank yeah, you. No, PJ said ESPN is dreadful. ESPN is dying day in and day out. No doubt. And, I mean, did you, did you hear about the Robert Lee story that they wouldn't of let course. him call the game? I mean, there's – Robert Lee story. Let me just get to that a minute. I didn't talk about it enough in, on my fam, story. Go in, Robert Lee story. These idiots thought, this is what they thought. They thought, okay, instead of embarrassing ourselves and having a guy called the Virginia game that's just an Asian man named Robert Lee, because there was a story about that damn statue that's yeah. Robert Lee, we're going to not embarrass ourselves by taking him off. Instead, they shot themselves in the foot exactly. and embarrassed themselves. People were like, are you serious? He just took his man. First of all, University yeah. of Virginia is not a very big pro. They're a big school, whatever. But... I was never going to know that Robert Lee, the Asian man, was no. commentating that game of University of Virginia. And guess I mean, what? Virginia fans might have seen it and been like, huh, there might have been a couple memes on the internet like, haha, that's right, it. Right, like, it's right. funny. Oh, like a connection. You yeah. Know? yeah. Someone was, you know, it's Twitter. Someone it's more disrespectful that they pulled him off of ESPN. I was mind blown. I think ESPN has so many issues. Regardless if you agree with half their issues or disagree with half their issues, they always keep running into issues. Exactly. So like Jamil Hill, what's her name? Jamil Hill. Jamil Hill. She went off on that rant about if you voted for Trump, you're a white supremacist. Did you see this? She no, tweeted. So there's big news now in Twitter world. Is this I'll show today? it to you. Yes. She tweeted out like if you voted for Trump, you're a white supremacist and like you're a horrible person and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, okay, listen, regardless of what you think, like ESPN really needs to, they keep they shooting them themselves down. in the foot. Yeah, they, with they offend somebody, you know. Yes. And, and my thing is, I grew up where I was told if it hurts one person's feelings, 
that's all that matters. You gotta stop. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So that's just not cool. Like the auction draft. Hey, to Will Kane, it was just an auction draft. But to a lot of different people, that was there was just some negative connotations there, and offend it offended them. You know. Well, my my thing with that, I agree with that because they can't come up with nothing good. To me, it was just an auction draft because the way I saw it when I watched it, I saw Tom Brady go first and Gronkowski go first. So I was like. Oh, now there's a black guy, Odell Beckham. I was like, okay, they're all getting drafted. Right. I so, honestly, until I mean, until I seen everyone in the crowd was white. I honestly was like, it's just, yes, know? that was the interesting was aspect like, of it. Yeah, there was not one like, African American human being, yeah. or Mexican, or Asian, or Middle Eastern. I didn't even see a man with a beard. They were all whites. Exactly. Like all pure the, whites. All the black people that work at ESPN couldn't get on the draft. Yeah. <laughs> but. Like Tom Brady got drafted off, cool. right. but like you're saying, ES- that's what I was trying to say too. ESPN, whether it offends half these people or half these people, they have found a way to always offend somebody. Even the Colin Kaepernick stories, like there's a certain point where they're only on Colin Kaepernick's side because they're so liberal. They're like, Colin Kaepernick's perfect. I wouldn't mind to hear somebody on ESPN that says some stuff maybe like I say it, where it's like sometimes I'm like, I think he did this wrong, but ESPN's so disney and right, so liberal yeah. that like everything when they make a mistake they're like overly apologetic when they don't make mistakes they try to like they shoot themselves in the foot with right. like robert lee or, or, they or, need to just stay in one way when they want to reprimand somebody they take it too far like Stephen a got suspend will be suspended on first take for like two weeks for a flimsy statement that's like for real like it's okay he fucked up just let yeah, him go like, like if I was at ESPN and I said the words like that, if I on, I went on accident, oh I fucked up and on national TV, I'd help they'd just be like, dude, it's okay, just be careful with your swearing. Right. Oh, okay. ESPN would be like, you're suspended for this long. Oh my exactly. god, we Disney. Need, and, and, and we need you to issue on air apology. Yes. Okay. So Clay Travis, one of my favorite new guys now on PMT? Fox Sports. What? Oh, okay. My no, he's on Outkick the coverage. Clay okay, Travis. Yeah. I think you'd really like him. Does a no, Facebook I've, I've heard show. Of him, I've heard yeah, of him. he's been big in the news. He broke the Robert Lee story. So okay. because somebody at ESPN told him the story. Oh wow. And because they don't like ESPN anymore. A lot of, obviously we know a lot of people leave ESPN now. Exactly. It's a common and they're, thing. And they're firing people left and right. Yeah. You know? So th- he he got this somebody at ESPN told him, break the story. Like, you're right, ESPN sucks now, I'm done with it. Blah blah blah. He was saying today, shout out to that he said, if, yeah, <laughs> seriously, <laughs> shout out to them. He said, if, he's like, stop apologizing for things you purposely did. He's like, people attend, like Baker Mayfield, he gave this example of Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield purposely took the flag and stuck it in the Ohio State um, logo, which I liked. I thought it was cool. It's a rivalry. Who cares? Exactly. Like, no, but he's like, I heard now, that and I was like, whoa. Yeah, that's, and that's tight. Yeah. They kicked your ass last year. Now you kicked their ass. Exactly. But and, and you just put a stamp down like this. Yeah, like boom, I yeah. won. Like whatever. He's like, he doesn't mean disrespects Ohio State. What is, just, what, they did, won. Did, did he talk about your mom? Did, no, he, did, did he insult your family? Like, come yeah, on. he didn't do anything wrong. And then he came out and he He made a you apology know statement. Made right. Him do that too. Though. Yeah, and then Clay Travis this morning was like, "Stop apologizing for shit you meant to do." Because like, if you meant to do it, you meant to do it. Whatever. Like, you know, oh, I didn't mean to do that. Yeah, you know, f them like. You know. He didn't walk in a locker room. And he was like, ah, I shouldn't have done that. Yeah. He was like, fuck it, I yeah, did it. Exactly. So stop apologizing for things you meant to do. Like ESPN, they do things and they're like, ah, my bad, sorry. No, not sorry. Right. You did it. If you stand by that, you stand by it. Fucking move on. And and, and it's like um, it's too reaction based. I feel like okay, oh well, God, people weren't messing with it, but we kind of thought it was okay. We're just gonna apologize. Y- you know what? You like um, I like. 
uh, Clay Travis came out with shirts that say MS ESPN, like MS NBC. Oh. So that's how he doesn't like them at all. He does MS ESPN with the yeah. crossed out thing because they're too liberal. And you know what? Sometimes I, I'm sure sometimes I'm liberal on a topic. Sometimes I'm too unpolitically correct. True. I don't really care what I say. That's why it's called speak up. Say, say, whatever always say you what want. you want whenever you want. Exactly. You know, wherever you are, wherever, fucking say what you want. I don't care because at the end of the day, I know myself. So here's the thing. People that like call people racist are usually racist. So like, exactly. for example, I, I'm a white skinned guy, Middle Eastern. You know that you're a black guy, I'm my saying. close friend. If I say something that offends you, I feel like, you know, that I'm not saying it to offend you personally. Exactly. You'll tell me like, Oh, that comes off as offensive, but you're not going to be like, you're a racist. Cause right. then I'd be like, now you're just assuming and making that that's going to offend other people. Yes. Like, you know? I know you're not racist, but be careful of saying that to other people. Right. Okay. Fair. But like, I feel like ESPN doesn't no, let any of their employees you. say what they really want unless it falls on the extreme liberal side. Like Jamil Hill was like, oh, if you voted for Trump, you're a white well, supremacist. Well, bash Trump on sports ESPN, ESPN as much as you want. And my yes. thing is, you know, he's still our president of the United States. Have a little respect for the seat. Or if it, you're allowed to bash Trump, you should have been allowed to bash any president. Exactly. Because like, if I wanted to say... Fuck Obama, he's not good. If you voted for him, you're a black supremacist. Then somebody should be able to say, if you voted for Trump, you're a white supremacist. But either way, first of all, either Wrong. statement's invalid. Right. Because there's white people that voted for Trump and black people that voted for 100%. Trump. There's white people that voted for Obama and black people voted for Obama. And I never heard of a racist of your own color. Yeah, no. I, I mean, I guess you have, but... You know, that's just uh, not common. <laughs> not common. Yeah. I mean, that's why I didn't like when, like, was it Colin Kaepernick's uh, girlfriend called, like, Ray Lewis, a, like, a white. What do you, right. like. Uh, uh, or he, uh, he's she like. He had the, 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 the Django thing with the yeah. white master and the picture of Ray Lewis with. with, with like, I'm pretty sure Ray Lewis is not, like, a white supremacist. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> Out of all people, Ray Lewis, bro. Right. He's a prideful African-American That's man. what I'm saying. Exactly. And. You know, and, and even on the other side too, like a Jason Woodlock, a, a black man, uh, having the one dude impersonate Cap, you know, with the yep. fist and stuff. Like, come on, bro, that's unnecessary. Yeah, let's you just know, just let people live. Let Kaepernick live his life. Now he's not even in football. Why kick a man when he's down? You know, now that's, that's on fair. Fox Sports. You know, for, but I but, prefer the way Fox Sports does it and lets them make fun of anybody. Okay, instead fair. of. The way ESPN does it, and it's only for Selective. liberal. Yeah, yeah, like, oh, you can't make fun of Kaepernick, but you can make fun of Trump because we're liberal. But, like, Fox is like, if you're going to make fun of Kaepernick or you're going to support Kaepernick, do it either way. No, true. And, you know, on the, on the flip side, they're letting Shannon Sharp just say whatever, how he feels every morning yes. on so, Skip. So think about this. If you had your own show here on Sound Live, would you want me to tell you, you can't overly support Kaepernick. No, you'd want to be like, I want to support him the exact amount that I want to That's support exactly, him. Yeah. That's why I like Fox Sports. Um, Clay Travis, he's on Fox Sports Radio from 3 in the morning to 6 in the morning. He also owns his own company. It's a long story. But yeah, yep. he does like a show like this for himself. And then he also has Fox Sports. They let him say whatever the fuck he wants. He says, this is how he feels. He said, Colin Kaepernick, he's an ex-lawyer, so he knows a lot about this stuff. He's like, right, Colin right. Kaepernick's arguments are extremely invalid and they make no sense. And then we have people on Fox saying their Colin Kaepernick's arguments are valid and it makes sense. Right. I like that because I can hear multiple perspectives. Right. ESPN, like it's like, yeah. we only support Kaepernick. And if you think otherwise, just don't speak. Right. It's like, well, that's, you're shutting people up for no exactly. reason. Exactly. And I mean, you know, it's unfortunate too, because um, 
you know, I, I'm not, I mean, uh, Will Kane, you know, he says some crazy things. You know, I, I, I always got to give him a hard time, but. I kind of like him now. No, exactly. He's I, like a I, white I, Stephen I, A. Smith. I, true. <laughs> it's really yeah, nice. he really believes in his opinions. Yeah. And, like, I, I can appreciate his different perspective, but you'll see him trending on Twitter. You know, they're just flaming him. Like, he don't know what he's talking about. Get him off TV. It's like, at the end of the day, he's keeping it 100. Like, if, if that's authentic Will Kane opinion, hey, you know. Then live with it, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's where. That's what I'm I sure like. I just gave some opinions in the last hour that some people probably don't agree with. I mean, yeah, I said fine. Chargers were going to the Super Bowl. And honestly, I'm not ready to take that back just yet. <laughs> so They're not going to the Super Bowl. <laughs> All right, last two comments, and then we're going to have a one-minute discussion about something. Uh, Miguel Pagan said, who do you think was more crazy, Lonzo for saying Nas ain't, uh, ain't hip-hop or his dad for saying he can beat Jordan? I think what's crazier is... Lonzo saying Nas ain't hip hop because Lonzo truly believes that his dad doesn't truly believe he can't beat Jordan. Okay, you're, I was gonna say Le, what Lavar said, but for the reasoning you used, it that makes okay, sense. Okay, yeah, because at the end of the day, if you had to pick between who's better for hip hop and who's better for basketball, you got to pick Jordan over Nas. So, right, technically Lonzo's statement makes more sense in the sense of if you had to pick one. Right, but I'm just thinking of the sense that Lonzo meant that. No, Lavar. Probably knows deep down if cameras were off of him and he's just with his family at the dinner right. table that he can't beat Jordan. Hey, and like, um, who, who made that comment? Uh, Miguel Pagan. Oh, my guy, Miguel. Uh, yeah, I think, uh, you know, me personally, I'm not even that big on Nas, you know. Nor but, am I. Yeah. So he, he doesn't really do it for me, but I still respect the, the craft. And I would never say he ain't real hip hop. That, that's what I'm is. saying. Clearly, like, I see Nas around. Like, he's, I see him, I see hip hop. Like, yeah, but, I mean, Jace is more about the culture. That's Migos. culture, man. That's culture. He's like Lonzo. It's all about Migos. Exactly. <laughs> I think the camera just froze on you doing this. Oh, now it unfroze. That was oh, kind of yeah. swag. It froze for like half a second. <laughs> and then unfroze. All right, last two comments. Um, Dustin said, ESPN should have been smarter with the auction draft. They should have. Known people were going to flip out if you're talk if you're taking or if you're Talking auctioning off players from a league that's 70% African-American. Yeah, if you know it's mostly black people you're going to be auctioning off, it's like I should you probably should not be. auction off 20 black people on TV to white uh, people. To like that's white people. And, and I mean, even just the whole players on the stick thing, like it's 2017. I didn't really like we could have had a graphic board, some cooler like a TV you know, that you even know. Um, I remember a few years back inside the NBA did a all time draft, whatever. Reggie Miller, Charles, all those guys. And, you know, they had a graphic board. They were seated. Like, what's this stick player heads on a stick but thing? I do think – I think it was overblown a little bit, but I also think ESPN – I would have noticed that before I, we well, aired it. Yeah. I would have been like, dog, this is kind of weird. Exactly. <laughs> I, I mean, I mean, yeah, you could say it's overblown, but no one's giving ESPN the benefit of the doubt anymore. Well, that's why I'm fine with talking <laughs> shit about it because if Fox did this, I'd probably – to be honest, I'm biased. If Fox did it, I'd probably be like – it's okay, like chill out, but because of ESPN not figuring anything out, and they just yeah, I, like I can't. You you could look at that and say, man, I think that's kind of awkward. Like you, I'm sure they had the names of the people who'd be present and all that. You know, it's like all Caucasian. It's you weird. Know? It is weird. Dustin Davis said, I don't think a single person on ESPN says anything bad about Colin Kaepernick. Exactly. That's where I disagree with that a lot. I mean, listen, if I was on ESPN and I don't like what Colin Kaepernick's doing. Whether 99% of the public disagrees with me or not, 
Say it. Like, I don't give a fuck. I'm going to say although, what I, You hire me to say what I want to say, right? In, in, in fairness, I do remember a Stephen A. Smith criticizing him for not voting. Okay. Well, guess what? The only reason Stephen A. Smith was allowed to criticize him is because Stephen A. Smith's also black. If a white person okay. wanted to criticize him live on air. For not voting? You don't think they would have let him? I don't think so. Okay. I, I could be wrong, but just from no, what I've seen from ESPN. It's interesting. It's an interesting aspect. If Salt Live grows one day as big as we want it to grow, we got, we're going to have people. I'm going to get you a show one day. I got my show. We're going to have black people, white people, maybe a Mexican. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know any Asian, Mexicans right now that you know. maybe an Asian if I find the right guy. Exactly. But you guys can say whatever the fuck you want. If you want to say white people don't like Colin Kaepernick, you can say that. If you, if you want to say Colin Kaepernick's an idiot, you can say that. Yeah, I don't give a shit. Is, give me your opinion. Yeah, like, I mean, everything as long as it's in good taste and respectful, but... You know, some you know, I'm colorblind to, you know, race, you know, really. It's like unity and equalness for all, straight up. I'm colorblind in some senses, yes. But no, <laughs> uh, yeah, true. Some I know what you're like, saying, but yes. Yeah, you know what I like mean. Like, feelings-wise, I You gotta keep it 100. Yeah. No like, prejudice. I don't do that. Yeah. Like, obviously, you know, obviously I see color, but in a different way than most. Right, exactly. You know, not I mean, a different got, way. I mean, like. And like you're black, like example, I'm white. Like, yeah, but like for example, I don't like, see it like that in a friendship way. Right, exactly. And like even like, you know, women per se, everyone got their preferences and stuff. You know, yeah. like some people don't like black girls or some yeah. people only like black girls. Some girls like black guys and don't like white guys. Yeah. You never know. Exactly. Two things. Indians have won nineteen straight. I think that's crazy. Dodgers have lost eleven straight. I think that's crazy. But last but not least, I'm gonna let you talk about it for a minute. Lakers are going to retire Kobe's, Kobe Bryant's jersey. We can have about like three minutes on this. Kobe Bryant's jersey on December 18th versus the Warriors. Both numbers. Go. Yes. Um, I love that both numbers are being retired. I think Agree. The, the, excuse me. I think the Black Mambas deserve, deserved uh, to have both numbers retired. I love that they're not making them wait either. They're doing it the next season. That sounds perfect to me. Um, and I do have a problem with the opponent. Being Golden State Warriors, agree. Um, I don't understand that at all. You're gonna do um, it in a game where you get your ass kicked. Exactly. We could be down thirty at half, and you're gonna have Kobe come out there. Like I understand, you know, maybe they want as many people there as possible, but just Kobe's. You, you could have sold that arena out if they were playing Brooklyn Nets. I told you, know? you my favorite option, the Kings. They used to have some history against the Kings and those Jason Williams, Mike Bibby, right. Chris Webber days. Aaron Fox, little Lonzo thing going yeah. on, and you can beat them. Right. No, so why true. not a night where Kobe can get a win under this thing right. in that building? I, I mean, that's better than the Warriors where they're going to kick your ass. Or at least do it like you said. The Celtics, some history against right. them. You might still lose, but at least there was some history behind this. Exactly. You got to, And you got the Kyrie-Kobe dynamic. Or even, like I said, Cavs. I don't mind the Cavs. LeBron, what he brings to the game, him being present. It'll be sold out know? as hell. Yeah. You know, like, it's just like Warriors, like, really? Not the like best what it, what, decision. You know, it's like I don't need to see Steph, KD, and Clay standing out there doing all that. I don't need that. And that's how I feel too, my friend. Yeah. I really do. I think it's interesting. Anyways, oh, that being also said, very interesting what you said about Indians. You think you're gonna, real quick? You think they're gonna get the record? Nineteen straight. I don't think so. Okay. They'll lose today or tomorrow. That's how I feel. Okay. Yeah. Wish them luck, though. Yeah, no, I'm wishing them luck. This has been an amazing run. I'm loving watching it. I love it. I like the Cleveland sports are doing all right. Uh, disappointed in Dodgers, though. Uh, they got hot at the wrong time of the year, mid-year. They, the Indians are hot at the right time. Yeah. Um, I like Dodgers it. could not win World Series, bro. They could maybe not win it, you're saying? Yeah, not win it, bro. Oh, yeah, and I thought they were guaranteed like, exactly. at some point. But uh, I'm on the Nationals train now. Bryce Harper. I'm on either the Indians 
I can see the Astros coming in big and doing. Oh it. yeah, with Verlander, I like that move a Go lot. Astros. Fuck it. In division yes. team makes the Mariners look better. Exactly. That being said, we got to get out of here. This was episode 171. Big Tuesday night for my man. Big Tuesday. CEO, speak up. I gotta hit the. I gotta hit the gym. Yes, sir. Episode 171 with John Claude. You can follow him on Twitter if you want to oh, at yeah, J Claude. At J Claude 28 Twitter. Yep. And Instagram. Hit him up there, and you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram. It's on the bottom of the screen here at George or Sammy. Um, we have episodes 172, 173, and 174 starting at 8 a.m. tomorrow. Tune in 8 a.m. Pacific time. Thanks for being here and bolts up. Yeah, bolt up. Peace. Stay cool, America. Find us on iTunes. Napa know-how. Why should you get a five-quart jug of Napa conventional oil plus a Pro Select oil filter for $15.99? Because the dog days of summer are just as hard on your engine as they are on you. So get your five-quart jug of Napa conventional oil plus a Pro Select oil filter for just $15.99. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. General States pricing. Sales prices do not include applicable state local taxes or recycling fees. Offer ends 831.19. Farmers Insurance knows the difference between a car hitting your bumper and a clown car hitting your bumper. Sorry about that. Because we covered it. Click for more. We are farmers. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state.